0: Welcome to Wine and Poor Decisions. Pull up, drink, and let's discuss.
1: For mature audiences only.
0: Welcome to episode 20 to Wine and Poor Decisions. Dubbed up. <laughs> Hi guys, welcome. This is going to be the last episode of this season, then we're going to take a little break. Um, Not as long as last time, and we'll be right back. (laughs) We took a break, break last time. Yeah, we did. That was like something new, though, so I think we just needed a little time to, like, regroup, but we got it this time. We definitely did. Uh, What are we drinking today? So today we are drinking our sponsored wine from Scouts & Cellar. It is the 2019 Gallivant Sauvignon Blanc. Mm. It is um, vegan. It has 13.5%. Ooh, you know I like it. I love it. <laughs> um, so the wine is free from pesticides, chemical chemical additives and noted sugar. Um, Scout and Cellar is keto friendly and also has um, vegan options. So this particular wine has notes of peach, key lime and slate. It and it's having a card that comes with it and it tells you that it pairs really well with thai food and chinese food which is my favorite 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 favorite, favorite. one of my i really food. think that it's cute that they they have it in that box and then give you all that extra information yeah. the box is cute the setup is cute like i like it mm-hmm. so if you want to order from scout and seller um you place your order at winebar.me or scoutandseller.com forward slash wine bar mm-hmm. and thank so- you guys for the wine we're really excited for it look forward yeah. to it we appreciate y'all us uh, sponsoring the bottle. Um, so today we are talking about being clinky and is it healthy or not? Um, and, you know, our experiences and whether we're clingy, we know Aisha might not be, but we, <laughs> and so because Aisha isn't and possibly doesn't know how to be clingy, I don't even know if Chidi knows how to be clingy. Uh, we have Chidi on the episode with us. He is our personal friend He is a uh, father, a husband, an engineer, a fitness guru, and he's over here to give his uh, male perspective on it. So thanks for joining us, TD. What up,
1: what up, what up?
0: (laughs) Welcome to our show. Thanks for coming on.
1: Appreciate y'all having me. Definitely a pleasure.
0: So I always (laughs) say like when we start these conversations, like what's the definition of something? So cheating since you are a guest. What would you define clingy
1: as? That clingy, you know what I'm saying? Every relationship and every communication is different. You know, no two things, you know, are, are the exact same, obviously. Nobody subscribes to the exact same thing. So it's defined in the relationship that you have, honestly. Clingy to one person might be stop trying to hold my hand in person in public. Got gotcha. You don't to like PDA. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. what I'm saying it might just be PDA. You know, everybody's definition is different, and I think everybody owes it to their relationship and significant others to define what what it actually means to them. So, I mean, there's a wide spectrum. I think it starts from holding hands, and it goes all the way up to Goddamn! Can you get off my back so I can walk? <laughs> straight Can I get some breathing room? Can I kick it with the homies? I mean, I this, spent eight thing.
0: hours with you. Go away. You know what I'm saying? Can I get
1: two minutes? <laughs> So yeah, it's, it's, it's all over the place, but my definition of it is, is just that the point where I feel like, you know what, I'm not comfortable. I want some space, whether it be mm-hmm. that physical space or whether it be, you know, just some mental and emotional space to clear my mind. So clingy isn't always just a physical thing. It takes, you know, a bunch of different natures.
0: To define what that clinginess could mean. What about you, Shiva? What's your take on clinginess? I definitely think it's a super unhealthy be- behavior. I don't I don't agree with it um I feel like in my marriage um my ex-husband towards the end became very clingy and I feel like it might have been him trying to hold on to stuff where he just didn't want me to be around anybody else but him and like even if I was with my family he would get upset Mm. this is my family this is strange behavior like why are you he's like you're not putting me first I don't know how else to put you anymore first sir (laughs) my whole husband (laughs) exactly so um I think to myself I've probably been clingy in the past like I think it's a a really a mental thing like when you feel like you're losing the person Mm -hmm. and that's all in your head sometimes you know what is reality and our perception is two different things right and so people try to hold on to something that's like getting away from them so I think that's a lot of the times where that behavior kind of stems from. That's interesting. That's, that's, that's an interesting take. I don't think I ever thought about it in that nature. Mm-hmm. I just felt like I've always looked at clinging. as like somebody that just likes to be like under you. Like, like they just can't breathe. Like they need you to like exist. like. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I don't know, for me, like, I, I feel like I would like, When I think of clinginess, I just think of, like, claustrophobia. Claustrophobic. (laughs) 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 Like, I just think of the one, like, on my neck. Like, you know, like, just really close. Mm -hmm. Not giving me, like, my space. And, like, I like like to be alone a lot. So for you to, like, be in my space, like, I don't mind you being in the same room with me. But, like, being (gasps) on me, I have my moments. And then it's just, like, "Mm, I'm good. Like, I've had my... Fair share for the year. Mm-hmm. So then, but, um, too much, too much physical touch for you. Yeah, it feels a little bit clingy. Yeah, it does. What about you, chidi I think it could, like I said, it
1: could be physical touch, and I think you brought a good, a good point. You know, a lot of people use it as a defense mechanism. Sometimes it comes from. When you just don't feel full within, you're clinging mm-hmm. on to somebody else to fulfill mm-hmm. your ways, and yeah. you probably shouldn't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then another piece is, I think you're right. Funny enough, I don't know how many people uh, look at this toxic Justin Leboy um, oh, yeah. uh, Instagram, but it was a funny thing where he said, as soon as you know dudes see they about to start losing their girl, that's when they start posting them. You know. And yeah. I was like, man, you start. It's thinking so all true. These things. You know, it's like all these things that are considered defense mechanisms that people use. And I think being clingy is one of the things when you feel like you're either going to lose something, you're trying to protect it, mm-hmm. just start getting real clingy. And it's, ugh. Yeah, that's
0: so not. So, so I they have, have to- this thing where it's like the five stages of clinger. And you know how, like, they'd be like, oh, this person's a stage five singer. So I always wanted to know, like, what that is. So I I pulled it up. Did so you? So stage one is too good. To, like, the person thinks it's too, bu- too good to be true. And this person typically exceeds all expectations for the first night out together. Mm-hmm. So Those, like, that stage one, like, oh, like, this person is, like, great. Like, you're already, like, creating these, like, thoughts and these illusions of this person that you just started dating right Mm -hmm. so then stage two is excessive compliments (laughs) that's a stage two clinger stage three is persistence stage four is ambush like they ambush you like just a pop-up they pull up on your ass yeah like did you ever ever have somebody pull up on you Man. You know <laughs> oh, you gotta, you gotta share the story after open. she get done with the list, Chidi, You gotta and then share the story. Stage five is just like emotional outbursts. Oh yeah. For so sure. those are the stage, the five stages of clinging, or clingers, I should say. Chidi, who pulled up on you? Man, <laughs> people
1: pull up on me in the past. It's, it's it's happened before for sure. They think it. They think it's cute, but it's kind of like, man, you know, I'm in my space. You know, sometimes you just need that mental clarity and you know you just don't need to have your space all crowded physically mm. either
0: you know yeah and I think sometimes a lot of the times women kind of get a bad rap as that they are also like constantly clingy but men can be super freaking clingy too oh
1: hell yeah
0: hell I, yeah
1: oh hell yeah I know that for sure and I think a lot of it comes from insecurity That's a cancer, man. you know I a, a insecurity thing. thing. <laughs>
0: definitely I feel like that's where it really stems from because when I had to really analyze my behavior and the times that I was acting clinky it was because I felt like you know I'm not getting the full attention and or the love that I was getting before like I feel like I'm losing this person so now I want to be like hey yeah. how are you doing like when can I see you again like and that's not it's not healthy there's no need First off, of what I've learned, especially with being friends with Aisha, I shouldn't be asking nobody to see me. They're going to hit me up if they okay. want to see me. <laughs>
1: oh, you know what I'm saying?
0: Listen, I, I wish somebody would give me a vibe that they didn't want to hang out with me. That that, put, that would push me even further away. Like, I would not call you to hit you up to ask you, like, oh, when am I seeing you again? You ain't called me. You haven't texted me. That means that I need to pack my bags and be <laughs> going to the next one. Like, I'm not about to be you sick. Give to me. Me with the wondering wondering when we're gonna hang out again like i just when you start when if i ever get that energy from someone yeah i like mentally prepare myself like this person is not what i need and i really won't even get there until it's like a certain point where i'm like okay i haven't heard from this person but it would take me a while to even be like oh like they're full of shit like where have they been like you know what i'm saying like if i don't hear from you for like a couple of days like i genuinely like you know like i like him you know what i'm saying like <laughs> I can tell you you, like Like, I'd be like have you talked to so and so and she'd be like oh girl I didn't even think about him are you serious (laughs) like like but I just you know what I think for me like I said like I really enjoy my time by myself so sometimes I don't even realize that I haven't spoken to someone or I haven't like hung out with someone Mm -hmm. because it's like I'm so caught up in like my own realm in my own and if anyone knows me if I'm not doing A, I'm doing B, C, mm-hmm. D, E, F, G. So before I look up, I'm like, damn, I haven't talked to so-and-so in like a long time. Then I'll start thinking like, he ain't even checked on me. Like, you know, then i start going through like all these things, times and how long it's been. And then I'll be like, all right, well, I see what type of time he's on. And For sure. I don't, I just, I don't know. I like conserving my energy. And I just think that there's, there's like a, a, Thin line between being a like someone that's clingy and then someone that's just like super like caring or super passionate like they mm-hmm. like they just genuinely like they're just like a caring affectionate person, like, yeah like, yeah they're affectionate right yeah. but I feel like if you're gonna be with someone that's like borderline clingy like you got to be <laughs> someone that's like acceptance of that type of like yeah. you know, yes that is very important type of love yeah. or you have to at least be no- able to know like how to. Like, okay, I'm going to let this person get their shit off. Like, you know, like I'm going to let them be clingy yeah. and then they're going to get it out their system and then I'll be good. You know, like yeah. that's, that's me. Like, all right, all right, all right. Because I feel like and for, for myself, physical touch is my love language. And mm-hmm. like, if I just have my leg resting on your leg, to me, I feel satisfied. But if oh, okay. you're like, damn, bitch, move your cold ass feet. I'm like, <laughs> fuck, dog. <laughs> <laughs> they not that cold. <laughs> yeah, me. I mean, I definitely think that that has a lot to do with um, your love language as well, like that yeah. whole like physical touch and stuff, because mine is not physical touch at all. What's, what's your oh, wow. acts of service, yeah. gifts? Mine is, I like quality time. <gasps> yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah, mine is quality makes- time and mine is also words of affirmations or like not even, I think words of affirmations and like uh, thoughtfulness. I don't know if that's like which one of them. Like like if you do something that you know. Acts uh, act act, act act of service. service. Yeah. So act mine's acts of service and um, words of affirmation are like tied. Mm-hmm. And then, but my number one is definitely quality time. But physical touch, I don't even know. I, it's probably the last one. On See what's so
1: crazy is that now that I think about it, we just got the three of us here and we all got different definitions of our love language. Mine is definitely physical touch i guess which crosses the line of affection that's why you know kind of where we started with is how important it is that you communicate with the person y'all kind of on the same vibe Mm because I mean, we just got three people in the room imagine all the people in the dating world they trying to learn the next person and one person's like damn get your clingy ass off of me get your leg off me you know right next person is like that's your love and you're just like dang
0: he doesn't he don't fuck with me like that but he probably really does that's just, yeah. I yeah. really think it's super important for you to know your love language and learn the person's love language that you're with. Five love languages is a great read, and I highly suggest yeah. that to anybody. Really and it's me. not just and... a romantic relationship; it's just with your kids. Like mm-hmm. people receive love in a different way, and if if you can love somebody in the way that they receive it, how rewarding is that? You know what I'm yeah. saying? Man, that's a
1: not to sidetrack, but briefly tell me, what are these five love languages? I want to see how you've many you've never
0: others. read the book?
1: I can't even read. What are you talking about? You're
0: such a lot. <laughs> <up>. Oh, you <laughs> smart as hell. Be quiet. So it's um physical touch, mm-hmm. acts of serve uh, acts of service, mm-hmm. words of affirmation, um, I think gifts, gifts mm-hmm. and then like and is one of them like services? No, wait, I said No, it's uh it's one what more you say? physical touch mm-hmm. acts of service uh affirmation, gift giving and uh the last one is i'm finna pull it up i don't we can't I, I, I
1: guess what i was trying to say with that is just even with thinking of those five love languages, depending on the person who you're talking to or dating or you know in an intimate relationship any one of those can be misconstrued as clingy could be like man he's always giving me all these gifts it's like it, it's too much yeah, or he's that's always true, that's him, true. Oh, all of those can definitely be so understand so it always
0: thing. needs to be done in moderation is what you're saying
1: i, I can agree with that
0: yeah it's all and about then, moderation like because i feel like even if i because obviously i have physical touch on my list but it's just not a high priority to me right mm-hmm. so obviously i like it but like it if you don't touch me all day i'm not looking like oh you don't love me no more like you don't love me you know like that's not now maybe if it's been like a couple of like a weeks or so i'll probably be like like you know that's different but for me it's i i wouldn't well i guess what would be important to you and you would pay more attention is if you didn't spend the time together yeah you would be like but in and that other person's mind say for instance quality time is not their thing and it'd be like damn bitch i've been with you like all day (laughs) god damn 130 more minutes (laughs) I just want to be in your skin that's
1: all <laughs> <laughs> let's share some skin
0: let's share some skin yeah I, you're right though even within those five it's they can definitely be interpreted as different mm-hmm. things so yeah I, so understanding the person that you're with is really important that's, and i think and communication. the dating stage you shouldn't be um, perceiving this behavior as, like, odd. It should be more like you trying to find out, especially if you're interested in the individual. Like let
1: me, the ask you, let, me ask you, let me ask you this. If we're getting into the dating side of it, and we talk communication, how do y'all feel best? Like, you vibing with somebody, everything is all good. You know, you, like, tolerating the clinginess, but you know it ain't you. But everything else is vibing, and you ain't trying to spoil stuff. How best do you communicate, like, kind of get up out my
0: skin um I'm pretty straightforward <laughs> yeah I think it's important <laughs> yeah. a bit, a, a, I'm pretty straightforward <laughs> I'll just be like I, I always tell people I I enjoy my space like I'm a very <laughs> I like to chill like that's I think that for me that has always been like something that I've communicated like I, I and because I've had guys that I've dated in the past so where well, they'll be like I just don't feel like you feeling me and it's just because I haven't held their hand or <laughs> I haven't let them you know what I'm saying but it's like I feel you that's just yeah, not me I'm like I don't know with you sir yeah like I'm here with you you know what I'm saying okay. so for me in my mind I'm like I'm spending like time with you like that's 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 a lot for me yeah. but for them it's like oh she doesn't kiss me or she don't hold my hand like she doesn't like and it's not because I don't like you it's just that's not me like I don't need your holding hand like, we sitting right the fuck next to each other. Like, do you need me to hold you <laughs> but, up?
1: Like, what are we hoping? Well, let, let me ask this. As we thinking of wine and, and poor poor decisions, mm. and, you know, everybody has their checklist of, you know, a dude or a girl, they, gotta, they need to hit these basic qualities and then, mm-hmm. you know, I'll move everything else around. Mm-hmm. How much does that whole clingy, like you feeling somebody, I'm talking about you feeling them, but that piece is just, that's who they are and that's who you are. How high up your your list does that make it i mean does it make it up the he ain't tall enough list or is it way down there in the he don't make me laugh list i mean what how how high up the spectrum of importance do you rank that in your dating world
0: well i mean i feel like this is Aisha question because if you hugged up with it's me it's a shiva question is, too it's a shiva question because you have it's to a- say what's your what's your gauge
1: yeah, but take it the opposite way. Say you affectionate and this dude don't even know how to, he can't even find your hand to hold
0: it. Say so you're dating Aisha. Oh, <laughs> I, I would be miserable. I'd be like, do you even like me? What the
1: but fuck is wrong with
0: you? But Why y'all you text vibing me the morning on morning. Every beautiful? level,
1: but y'all vibing on every level. Every level, y'all vibing. This is just, is this one of your top tens? Or is this your top five? Where do you rank it?
0: It would be really important. I think it would be within the top 10. Like if I can't feel Like affection in that in that sense, I don't see what's the point. I just be like every day I'm be looking at you like, do you even fucking like me? (laughs) Why why you want to hang out with my ass? Like you don't even want to touch me.
1: But what if they got all the words to know you? They feel in you. They dig in you. The acts of kindness, the service acts, everything is just. They just like dog. I, I don't want you all up in. Like
0: I'm this sorry. This is I can't probably why I'm alone. I don't like your goddamn <laughs> questions. <Yeah. laughs> you wearing your fucking question, yeah,
1: This is about some decisions. I want to know how far this is up your decision tree.
0: I mean, for you, what would it be? Would it be highly important?
1: Oh, it be, it's up there. It's definitely yeah, up there. Bro. Think- and, and they don't have to vibe on my level, but we've got to either communicate and understand that, hey, we're going to learn to, there's a slight wedge there and we'll work around it. Or like if it's communicated decent, I think you can get around it. You know what I'm saying? For
0: sure. And the person it's- is willing. You have to be willing. Yeah. Like yeah. if you be like, bitch, every night on fucking Friday, you can put these cold ass toes on me for about 60 minutes. That's all I can take. And I'll be like, "Well, shit, can we do it twice a week? Like, oh, we got to compromise." <laughs> I think it's. I think it's I'm definitely about. I think it's definitely about compromising and just having yeah. that communication. Like, if we're vibing on everything else, and that's just the only thing, I think that's definitely a conversation that we can have. Like, yeah. you know, there has to like be for some me, words. sometimes I need someone to remind me, like, you know, like you haven't really liked like hugged up. Like, I kind of need that gentle reminder. Like, oh, okay, like. I know that you kind of want that attention at that, you know, like mm-hmm. you want that attention or you want that physical touch. You don't have to say it verbally, but you know, you can jokingly say it in something and Bring I, your I ass over here. yeah, you kind of <laughs> got to be aggressive because she. I, I probably okay. want to initiate it.
1: That's true. That's true. Okay. I was just curious, you know? Yeah.
0: I think for me, mine is as far as not wanting it to be, I think I could tolerate it if I was getting everything else. Yeah. Bad, bad. I'll be okay. like you know like all he's asking Is for a little rub you know mm-hmm. I could give her a little rub too rub. <laughs> rub a little bit
1: Just a little rub
0: <laughs> I can hold his hands mm-hmm. And I actually I feel like Being in a relationship Has made me like Understand that people have different Ways of interpretation of Affection okay. or just being loved Friendships or relationships Right yeah. so it's just kind of opened Me up to like being more like compromising because I don't think when I was younger I was I, don't, I wasn't a compromising person like I have my list and I'm like oh no he didn't check that all right so who's next you know Bye. I feel like yeah, I, I, feel that. I was a savage so it's like now I'm just like more I feel like I, I feel like I'm more open I'm more receptive like okay you know like everyone's different you like yeah. you don't want to be with someone that's exactly like you but that could be beneficial but if it doesn't happen Then it just doesn't happen,
1: you know? All all that just comes with maturity and understanding yourself better.
0: Yeah, that's very much. I was like, would you want to be with somebody that's exactly like you,
1: though? I I mean, if you type,
0: why not? I think I'm pretty dope. I mean, (laughs) I I would hang, I would date me. (laughs) Cheating right on your. Then we would just get it like. So cheating. Do you have any clingy bitch stories for us to share?
1: Man, I'm digging deep into my storybook and real talk. I don't even got none. I mean, I've been in a relationship so damn long. All the clinginess I can remember hell. Shit. I never really, I I think I just set a decent precedence up front that Mm -hmm. people would notice, you know, my personality. I think I have a very um, strong personality. It's not overbearing, but I think it's very obvious that someone can tell I ain't the clingy the clingy nigga type person. Yeah. So yeah. up front, I don't I don't see why someone would try that. You know, I, I could do I can remember dating in the past where people be like, damn, why you don't like holding my hands in public? Why you don't like all this PDA? And it's just like, all right, well they know you you know what up front, you know what I'm about, you know what I'm not about. So mm-hmm. what you expected all this extra for? So I, I don't think I really had an issue. I think as long as it's communicated up front. And people can definitely see where it's at, you know. But if it ever became a major issue, I would definitely see what I could do to compromise. Maybe I might not hold the whole hand. I could hold a finger though. You know
0: what I'm saying? <laughs> I had seen that at a mall where the guy would hold the girl's two fingers. Yes. And I told I told my youngest son, I was like, that's gonna be in the future, because he's like that. Like, don't be spooky, yeah. dog. <laughs> I will
1: see my left piece, but real talk. He yeah, i
0: give you a, a pinky. pinky. <laughs> oh yeah.
1: You communicated up front, I think it's less issues on the back end, no matter what, you know, what it do to the relationship.
0: Yeah. I think that's super important. And then, you know, just having that like communication and just being laid back about it and having that understanding, like that's gonna stem like healthy behavior and you know, oh, yeah. feeling confident in, in who you are and who you are in your relationship. Oh yeah. yeah absolutely i i mean and sometimes you just find people that are like they understand it they get it they vibe with it and it's just it is what it is like you don't really have to do too much and they feel you out some people like all right like this person's not like this but i rock with them so i'm gonna get in where i can fit in
1: basically
0: it doesn't work you know if i don't get it that time like i know i'm probably get it another time and they're okay with it right like they're comfortable with whatever that situation is yeah it definitely shouldn't be behavior that you're like looking over it should definitely be addressed if it's like bothering you yeah for sure yeah i yeah i don't know i feel like
1: let me ask y'all this do you feel like people can change in their relationship let's say you start the relationship out and uh one person is more clinging than the other than over the course of time you've been dating for six months a year you're like Man, I don't want this nigga all up under my skin like that. You know what I'm saying? I do want to breathe. It was it was cute when he was chasing me. And you know, I think a lot of times when you think about it, people in a relationship, they do things whether it be to impress or to get the person. And then once you get into that comfort zone, you're like, man, that ain't me. Is that fair to the to the person who's getting the 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 change of heart and the cleanness? Or what do y'all think?
0: I think, I think if, like any other, like any adult, if someone is showing you exhibiting actions that you no longer feel is suitable for you in that time frame, you have to make a decision within yourself. Like if this is not who that person is, either I walk away now, or I accept that for what it is. Like, oh, I accept them for who they are now presenting themselves to be. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. it's a decision that you have to not even, I don't even really feel like that's a discussion that you need to have with anybody because they're showing you who they are. So, I think it's like, okay, can I deal with this? Or, you know, or no, nah, I can't deal with this. So, hey, I don't want to be with you because I thought you were this and you're not. Yeah. Yeah. But, but. I, mean, I feel like that's an easy conversation because you yeah. not who I thought you were. So, either, okay, I can still fuck with this person that you are, even you lied yeah. or, you know, you had your ambassador, or it's like, okay, you're not who I'm, you're I'm representative. You. Yeah, you're representative. It's the, his time expired. So now you're showing your naked ass in the great state of Texas <laughs> <laughs> who you really are. And it's just like. Yeah,
1: yeah I, I think that definitely goes with the caveat. Because I mean, sometimes, I mean, for instance, you can just have life changes. Like, for instance, I mean, I know me and Sheba definitely speak to it, but you might have, you know, let's say you have kids and you were real affectionate with your significant other before, or maybe you wasn't affectionate at all. You throw kids in the mix it's like man you will not get the you know what i'm saying definitely some dynamics can change oh hell yeah like language. you ain't
0: touched me in a week did you see me with these goddamn children <laughs> you the know? Fuck? i've been touching these goddamn kids i don't i can't touch nobody no more
1: <laughs> the only one touching these titties is them damn kids you know. Listen. that would suck though
0: because it's like i feel like as an individual that i am now I don't give that much, so I would hate for a child to come. You I would probably not even look at you.
1: (laughs) What's your name again? (laughs)
0: What are you doing here? How did you get here? How do
1: you get through that front door?
0: (laughs) Don't you have a home to go to? That is very true. That's a good point to bring up, Chibi. Or maybe maybe you become more affectionate because you you get that nurturing from your kids and you're like always like yeah it point. could
1: definitely but go it's the lack
0: for the other person though like they're not getting that that's no the- she's
1: saying you might not so like maybe more you're like that
0: affectionate
1: oh, okay. window opens up and you might
0: could be more affectionate
1: i think so i think Ooh. if you're a guy that doesn't have the ability or just doesn't show a lot of affection and and emotions and and clinginess all of a sudden you get this little baby girl and she got your ass wrapped six times around her fingers exactly. you gonna you gonna learn some affection you're gonna be like a little
0: softer like you're gonna learn yeah. to be like softer so yeah so. that's true because then you want to start teaching her the way that she should actually be loved okay, i think that's you know very saying? very important yeah i so can good. say i got daddy I'll, issues because we'll my in. daddy didn't love me right <laughs> <laughs> I have i'll let y'all know if i become more affectionate oh I, I can't wait if you we're have keep please. our ears open we're gonna keep our
1: ears open and eyes wide open. we're gonna be watching like y'all see how you hands she over there hold his hands
0: <laughs> so let me not say that like I do hold hands <laughs> she's trying to she's <laughs> trying to make it sound better now bro I think we was going in on her for too long <laughs> oh so, like I, I mean, I'm an affectionate person I just don't think that I'm like I don't think I hit the peak of like the average of yeah well, yeah anymore. I got you it's it's
1: levels to this stuff yeah it's
0: definitely levels like yeah i i think that i'm probably you know i probably gave away with like the bear the bear yeah 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 i think i just i feel that but you know i'm really cool it's just you definitely (laughs) you are a lot of fun Aisha. Just, there you go. And maybe you know what? Like like she was saying, like that could stem a lot from like your background, your past. Mm-hmm. Like I don't really feel like I came from an affectionate family. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. mom wasn't like all kissing on me or giving me hugs. Yeah. Like I, that just wasn't
1: Yeah. I grew <laughs> I up and I never seen that. And I grew up around three brothers. So I mean it was four boys and my mom and my dad. My yeah. parents wasn't yeah. all that affectionate. So I mean, I never really learned it at home. So I mean, like, then I was like, growing up. Where am yeah,
0: I going to do that at to practice
1: it, that? You know exactly. Even yeah, the I, idea of true. walking, even the idea of walking away and saying, all right, love you. All right, love you. Like, I never seen that shit from my past. And you damn sure didn't see three, four brothers say that shit to each other either. Never. So, I don't think
0: me and my mom started saying, like, I love you. Like, I love you too," like, till to, like, thousands. No,
1: you know what I, I'm saying. It I, was after I graduated college. I was getting definitely. off the phone, and my mom said it one time, and I was like, uh, "Bye." It yeah, was like, like, right. You
0: didn't say, "I like, love you." Back to your mama, was, I mean, because if you never have dark. that, it's
1: just like uh. Uh, you have to realize I'm in my 20s, and you hear that, and you're like, uh, "All right, bye." <laughs> like, what, what? You know, I mean, it's just a different background. You definitely <laughs> shaped by your background
0: it's, it's but, very true a lot of the stuff that you experience in your childhood, yeah. it does and then yeah. some people so it's crazy because some people see it but they never experienced it so then they that's where they get that craving of like wanting it right mm-hmm. like it's mm-hmm. true like I I didn't get this as a kid and like they're trying to get that in yeah there's people that take it and they're just like I ain't seeing it I don't know how to do it so I ain't doing it right so it's like it's it's, true go to therapy that's when I realized a lot of stuff guys (laughs) go therapy is good like do not therapy sometimes has a stigma like it's like, oh, something's wrong with you. Listen, something's wrong with all of us. Okay. <laughs> we all, fucked, we all up. fucked up. Okay. Go right. to therapy and figure the shit out and stop yeah. putting your bullshit it's on somebody true. else. Okay. Yeah, for sure. And I think, like, for me, like, I don't really talk. So I like to work things out in my head by myself. Like, that's why I'm, I'm just, just I like to solve my own issues. I don't like to talk about Man. it because it's like, I'm trying to figure my shit out. Like, I don't have time to be sitting here telling you what's wrong with me because I'm trying to figure this shit out in my mind that's hilarious. I get to a good place when i get to a good place where i'm like able to talk about it and i can speak to it and i can mm-hmm. i can identify where it's coming from mm-hmm. then i yeah. feel like i'm in a better place to have a, it's conversation. a healthy way to handle something right yeah. so i feel like i don't want to talk about it because i a i don't want to get your opinion and and it convolute like what like you know like you're been yeah. sorting it, yeah. Like yeah. it doesn't help me sort it out. Like now I'm sorting it out, like how you would sort it out, and not what I really need for myself, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't like talking about my problems. I don't like. It's not because I'm trying to like be secretive or I'm not affectionate. It's just like in my mind, I I know that I can find the root cause and I can unpack that and I can get to a good place where I can have a conversation about it. Not that I don't want to talk about it, but I need to. i learned how to unpack shit. So, but sometimes I don't realize that. I'm having that issue until it's like, maybe I've ran into it a couple of times and I'm like, bitch, what is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you always so angry around this topic? You know, you know that I talk to myself like, what triggers that like, you know, like, or do you feel like you can talk to somebody like that? Or, you know, like I talk to myself like that.
1: And yeah. That's
0: good. I think that's good.
1: Because, yeah. No, know, I'm very similar to that way too. Yes. You know, I like to talk about what I went through as opposed to talking about, what i'm currently going through so i don't know i've just been a better listener than a than a talker i mean i'll talk you just got to probably pry it out of me but this generally speaking true. i'll tell you about some shit that happened and what i was going through and what i was thinking but while it's going on i'm processing so many things in my yeah. mind and, and it's hard to tell if it's healthy or not every time yeah. that you know people that know me they figure that out about my personality they say one day you just gonna let loose and i'm like well shit i, I haven't yet <laughs> you know this is yeah, how so
0: back. <laughs> about yeah. everything me, you know? i just don't like you know what like i told you all the time like stress gives you wrinkles you know what i'm saying like oh yeah. for sure <laughs> i don't want for wrinkles sure. so i try to be like con cool collective like let's find the let's find the cause let's find the root yeah. of you You're trying to age gracefully me. girl
1: Not we'll mostly,
0: most of the time when you really get to the root of the issue it's fucking you like it's you're the <laughs> problem you know what i'm saying like i it's said no that way. earlier perception and reality yeah like, perception it's really you like one time i was i was so mad at someone and i was like i don't like the way that they handled it and then i thought about the way that i handled it and i'm like maybe they're handling it the way that they know how to handle it and sure. you're just being a jerk <laughs> um, reacting, you know i was like you're reacting to someone the way that they handle like that's how they know life to be like yeah. you're really mad at someone for the way that they're at and i like talked myself off the cliff of <laughs> even like being petty because i was gonna i was about to dig in my petty bag and i just had to stop and think about it and i like talked myself off the cliff and i was like you know what you're being hard on this person yeah and i just yeah. let it go And they never know about it because I talked myself off the cliff and I'm just at a great place. So Yeah. There you go. It's not an issue anymore. Yeah, it's not an issue anymore. Yeah. But I just don't think that everyone really processed that. Some people just, they're like, they trigger, they go off and they just like, and then later they're like, I'm so sorry for the way I act. They're (laughs) like, stop acting like a crazy bitch. How about that? (laughs) (laughs) Crazy psycho. Like, but, hmm, it all boils down to First, acknowledging that you have an issue because everyone has an issue within themselves, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. What are those things that trigger those issues? What are, like, I've noticed when people try to, like, give me constructive criticism, I get so, like, defensive. And then I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> they're not talking about you. Like, they're just saying, like, this is how you could be a better person. Like, why are you yeah. defensive? Yeah, and for like, sure. You know that that's who you, you that fucked that person. So it's like, all right. There I, am, I know for myself that, I really appreciate those friends that are super unfiltered and yeah. that like, just give it to me straight and like their yeah. perception like I value that like a lot
1: yeah. well, let me I guess as we're talking about that uh, you know constructive criticism and taking an introspective look at yourself let's say you're dating somebody and they say damn bitch you're too kingly, clingy you start dating another person and be like damn this nigga too kingly. let's just say you keep on getting the run of the mill that you're too clingy at that point, do you find a way to adjust your clinginess, or do you just say, you know what? This is me. I'ma find the person that's okay with me being white on rice, being Elmer's on glue, or what uh, what do you do? Do you do you try to adjust yourself
0: therapy and find out why the fuck everyone thinks you're clingy? I agree. You literally took the words out of my mouth. Yeah, you should like, address it. If yeah. you end up deal with five guys and they done said, You a clingy asshole what is, what is going on with me? Yeah. Like what's, you have to work on you to be a better you for like, first you got to be happy internally. Right. And and people say that all the time. And I remember when I was getting out of my relationship and I was like, why am I alone? Work on you in the meantime, like that, that is very, very important so that you can be a better person and a healthier person for the person that you're supposed to be with. Like the, the, I think that's very, very important.
1: Why are you giggling?
0: You, what are your thoughts on the wine, Aisha? Um, it's different. It's different. I don't know if I really like Sauvignon Blanc though. That's never really been like my. You don't really like white wines. Yeah, I mean, I do, but I'm wretched. So, like, I'm gonna say, like, I like Moscato or like Rizzo. <laughs> <Something> Like <laughs> <laughs> i'm not no like profound like connoisseur of like wine or anything so mm-hmm. i don't know i don't really i don't i've never tasted one where it was like oh this is really good of the yeah. am i even saying that right so sauvignon blanc yeah sauvignon think- yeah.
1: Blanc. yeah you said it right
0: blanc, yeah i've never had a wine that's changed my mind about how i feel about that like it's <laughs> like it tastes like watered. not this particular wine let me say that but just that
1: Wine in general.
0: That wine in general. It always tastes like, I. So this is how it tastes to me. Like you put wine <laughs> in a glass, and then you put ice in it, and then you let it melt. Ew! What? <laughs> taste- <laughs> Get out
1: of town.
0: <laughs> that sounds disgusting. It like oh unfiltered water mixed with wine. It's not that bad, guys. It tastes pretty decent. It's thirteen point five. I'm drunk already. That's what's up. It's. I feel like if you're getting drunk by the bottom of your glass, you've drunk a successful bottom line. I just think, or you don't pour your ass too much. Like I I just, I have to have taste. Like I can't just like go blind. Like oh, it's got thirteen five percent. Like let me (laughs) just tap tap. Like I just, I have to have some type of like taste. Something I need like. You know, I need my yeah, tongue to be like, "Ooh, what's this?" You know,
1: I just can't be like, oh, 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 "I can't do it." Mm-mm. So I need it's to be like, not
0: it. just your favorite type, the white wine. Yeah, no, Sauvignon Blanc has never like I've like I said, I've never tasted a brand that was like, "Oh, I like this one." So mm-hmm. um, I think you said you like the uh, rest. Is it rust? How do you say? Riesling, was- Prosecco. I um, could do You know, Moscato. <laughs> <this one. laughs> i'm all for those but yeah like, I mean, i'm ratchet so <laughs> i like all the bubbly sweet stuff um i think i, I know this write- is
1: wine uh, and poor decisions but one day we're gonna have to do some lick her and poor decisions oh so,
0: lord oh. did he say lick her liquor <laughs> liquor oh liquor oh, oh i thought you said lick her
1: i was
0: like oh I, mean, I feel like that's up our street we could definitely talk about some stuff like I, that I've that. taken shots on an episode before like oh because she said like too much and I've never corrected that so she still says like too much I guys but yeah, it was one episode. I was like, every time that I say the word, like, I'm gonna take a shot, and I was like, four shots in, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was pretty like lit for the I'm beginning, too lit, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I can, I'm down to do a whiskey episode. You got, but you gotta come on and tell us like how to make it a good whiskey cocktail before we like oh he loves stuff. old fashions that's his thing so that's fashions. what we'll do we'll do like a you give us the cocktail we'll get the ingredients we'll make it and then we'll oh, have a. Yeah. oh that would be fun yeah. i like that we I'm can down. do that next I'm season down. yeah we'll do this season. next season we'll invite you back we'll have a good a good topic and maybe yeah. we can have yeah. like two guys two girls it'll be cute yeah I'm i like with that her. so I'm what is a healthy before we get off what is a healthy balance of where you're giving enough but not a not too much clingy? it's all <laughs> where you're comfortable i feel like it starts with it's the conversation and being honest and where you're comfortable and you have to be honest of where you're comfortable you can't lie to the person if this is gonna be your forever person you can't yeah. be up here talking about you're gonna give 50 percent and you out here giving 20 because your forever person can be like do you like so- me Are you having these conversations once you know, like, okay, I really want to be with this person or you have, I think you're dating and you know, he could be for the summer or he could be for forever. I think it's important if you're trying to do some long-term stuff, if it's long-term what do you, what do you think cheating?
1: Man, I think (laughs) it's about communicating it all from the beginning, you know, but you have to also look at the frequency and the severity, you know, do you give them too much? Do you give it to them all the time? you just got to find that balance to say you yeah. know what i'm gonna just stick my leg on his leg just for 30 minutes or just for half the movie instead of the whole movie you know what i'm saying <laughs> but maybe hey i want to jump on his back the whole time we walking down the street but instead i'm gonna just kind of keep my hand on his shoulder you know so you have to decide h- how do you just tone like that down that
0: yeah. yeah that yeah.
1: healthy balance of how much is too much and how severe you know maybe yeah. i want to kiss him every second that we're walking or maybe i want to kiss her and rub on her booty the whole time we walk in but instead i'm gonna just keep my hands on, my, on her back half the time so you find that balance that matches your partner that you're that okay your
0: part- what your pro- partner can tolerate yeah yeah, or yeah. Like, let, me, let me not say man. it i think, no, I think that's right. really really important it has to be honest conversations and you have to be honest with yourself if you can even do something like that to make somebody happy i mean <laughs> you know you have to definitely have internal happiness for yourself but there has to be a compromise if you're looking for something long term
1: I can can agree with that.
0: Mm -hmm. I can, I can, I can zig that or whatever. (laughs) At the end of the day, I think we've circled around it ten times. Communication, yeah, communication and communication, which is important, probably key, and just finding someone that's kind of like you know what I'm saying.
1: Close, that kind
0: of matches. You know, like for sure. And if you, can't you can't get with somebody please. like a stage five, and you're just like, get the fuck off of me. <laughs> yeah, I'm if you're to stage five, to a place, you, know? you got to go <laughs> to therapy if you're to stage five. We come to that conclusion <laughs> too. If too many people said you were stage five, we need. I you mean, to and even a the person up. that's not affectionate probably needs. Yeah, please. a
1: stage zero need to be on there too. A
0: stage. Yeah, go to <laughs> therapy too. It's something <laughs> dressed at all. <laughs> go to therapy at the end of the day okay yes <laughs> go talk to somebody go talk to the lady
1: <laughs>
0: um what was your favorite wine of the season girl mm. <laughs> black girl magic <laughs> rizzling <laughs> no we did this season we did the uh red blend No, rose i think rose the black girl magic yeah that was um that was a good one mm-hmm. i really like 19 crimes by Snoop. And I think oh, I'm, am a little biased though, because I was already like drinking it before. I was gonna say, um, I thought you was gonna, you were going to say that mm. other one that was like woody, like uh, rum based or something like that. Oh, that John uh, Stellar, that that yeah. bourbon one, that, mm-hmm. was, that was that was one. good too. Yeah, you like that yeah. one. Mm-hmm. And you know something,
1: I think might fit your alcohol percentage, Sheba and Aisha, it might fit your taste is ports find like a nice port it's extremely strong it's probably like in the 18 percentage range Ooh. maybe more mm-hmm. but it's actually very sweet so you'll drink oh. this glass and you'll be like okay that's what's up you're like damn something just just hit my ass you know okay. it's, it's, so you it's called port port so porto p-o-r-t-o if you okay. just like go to specs or anything and be like i'm looking for your portos and they're going to show you a section and it's all okay port.
0: Next season, like, y'all drinking a lot of portos per per <laughs> Yeah,
1: no real talk. I'll find you some. Well,
0: thanks to- for that recommendation. We'll definitely try that one out or try that um out.
1: Wine up, it, yeah.
0: All right, well, y'all, this is the final season of Wine and Poor Decisions. We will see you guys next for episode. I mean, no, sorry, season three. Yes, yeah, season three. Be love back. Back. Well, thanks, thanks for joining so us, Okay. Bye. Bye. Thank y'all so much for joining us. Be sure to like us on Facebook as well as to follow our Instagram so that you know what the wine of the week is and when our next episode drops. That's wine and four decisions. P-O-U-R. Talk to y'all soon.